Our mission is to help you redefine your hustle. My name is Hector Reyes, founder and CEO of Hustle Times and Mentors Only. You are now listening to The Daily Deposit. Today's episode, 70 million people stuck in the system. You know what pisses me off? Um, it's the fact that whenever you make a mistake, whenever, whenever you have to pay for that mistake, uh, you're supposed to pay for it, ask for forgiveness, um, make things right, and you're supposed to move on, right? At least that's that's the way most things sh- should go that way, right? However, there's a there's a big big problem going on right now in the United States, and that problem is our correctional system. You see, you commit a crime, you make a mistake, um, whether it was intentional, whether it was it was a natural mistake whether it was an accident. Um, and there's also a lot of people that are actually uh, didn't even make that mistake. But yet, uh, the system, the way it's set up, is that it locks you up for life. What do I mean by that? You see, um, there's 70 million people in the United States right now that over the past four or five decades have committed a a crime um, of some sort. It could be a misdemeanor. It could be a felony. Um, They might have gone to jail. They might have gone to prison. But the problem is that the moment that they live, that they actually pay for that crime, the moment that they actually uh, are done with their time, it doesn't end right there. It doesn't end. They, they They haven't finished paying for that mistake that they did. Um, Imagine... If you never been to prison, if you never got a, a ticket, if you if you lived a life that that has never committed a crime, or has never made a mistake in that way and have gotten caught for it, and you don't have any type of criminal record, so I want you to imagine this for a moment. I want you to imagine making a mistake. Then after you're done making amends for that mistake, then you have to go through your whole life, um, having to respond for that. Your whole life. Even if you've been forgiven, even if you already made amends with the person that you that you made the mistake with or for or against, um, imagine having to 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 respond for that every day of your life. How would that feel? Not being able to be forgiven. Well, you see, there's 70 million people right now in America that are dealing with that situation right now. Um, I'm one of them. You see, I made some mistakes, a lot of mistakes. So I'm not I'm not here to say I'm a victim or anything like that because I made those mistakes. I I was very aware of what I was doing, and I still went and did it. Since I was at uh, the age of 14, it was the first time that I that I that I touched uh, a jail cell, and it was for distribution of uh, marijuana. And I got kicked out of school, um, and I was gonna go into probation. I was about to start paying for my mistake. And that got me into the system, into the correctional system. 
But what happens is that I went ahead and made that mistake. I started paying for it, but then I made more mistakes along the way. Why? Because the moment that I went into probation, the moment that I went and started to go into what they call a way for me for them for for me to reform, right? Well, that didn't work. Um, not even not even two months later, I was back again, and I was in there for for another crime. And then this time, I, I uh, the first time I only did a, a day. I was waiting for for my probation to to happen, and then I did two weeks, and then my probation had already set in, so I violated my probation. And then not even a month later, before even going to court for that, I picked up another another charge. So I ended up doing two months, and then ended up with a uh, ankle monitor after those two months in jail. Um, in my in my in my in my ankle, it's uh it's called a monitor, and what it, what it does is it keeps you locked up in in <clears throat> in your home, so you you're not able to leave. So my point to this, I'm not gonna go over all my crimes. I'm not gonna go over my whole story right now at this moment. I will go along along the po- the podcast. My my intention my intention by me sharing this is because the moment that you are done with your probation. The moment you're done paying with your crimes, you are left with a criminal record. You are considered um, an ex-criminal, an ex-convict, um, an ex-offender. There's many different different labels. But what happens is that you're not able to rent. You're not able to um, associate with people that have criminal records as well. You um, You are limited to the amount of jobs that you're able to get. So what happens? Many people, when they're done paying their crime, now they have to face society. Now they have to face the next chapter of their lives, which is you can't get good jobs. You can't, but you but you have to because if you now you violate your probationary parole, um, you gotta pay. You gotta pay uh, not only your bills, but now you gotta pay to the state or the or or the federal, depending on, on what type of crime you did, you gotta pay them a fee every single month, no matter what. And they don't they don't they don't care. They don't care if you didn't find a job. You have a limited amount of time to actually find a job. So how is that possible? Now you have a record, you're limited to the amount of jobs that you can get because everywhere and anywhere they're gonna they're gonna pull up your record and they're gonna deny you that job. Now you gotta have a place to stay and you cannot be associated with other criminals or people that have a record. And what happens is that you can't rent, and since you don't have no money, you just you just got out of jail or you got out of prison, you can't you can't buy a house. So your only option is to rent, but you can't rent because now you have a criminal record, so they will not rent to you, and you cannot go back home because if somebody in your house is associated or has any type of criminal record, then you just violated your probationary parole. So those two things you can't. Get a job, so you cannot therefore pay that fee. That if you don't pay, you're gonna end up back in jail. If you don't have a place to live, you violate your probation or probation or parole, and you end up back again in jail. So, just those two things alone, just those two things alone, right there, is more than enough for you to go go back to to jail or to prison. And then you gotta go to classes. Uh, you gotta pay your restitution. You 
all these all these type of fees that you gotta pay. So, how how do they expect you to survive? They send you to the world. Sometimes they give you fifty dollars, and they put you on a bus back home so that you can start your life all over again. And what happens is that when you're faced with the situation and you're faced with the struggles, the first thing that comes to your mind is, how am I gonna hustle? How am I gonna hustle? How am I gonna make that money to be able to pay that fee, to be able to pay that rent, to be able to stay away from the people that actually um, I cannot be surrounded with, but eventually that, that's, that doesn't end up to even be an option. Because the only people that probably are going to be helping you or go, your, where you're going back to is the same cycle or the same environment that actually got you there in the first place. So what happens is that when, when you have 700,000 people going through this every single year for the past three decades, three or four decades, um, it's been increasing since the 90s. Uh, we're now at 2.3 million people that are incarcerated. We have 25% of the world's incarcerated population. You see, in 2020 alone, the U.S. had the highest prison population rate in the world with 698 of every 100,000 people locked up. That's fucking insane. That's a huge number. So you have all of these people that are coming out every year. They're coming out and they're faced with that situation that I just described to you, okay? But yet, society is complaining about crime, crime increase. Uh, they want people to be locked up, but they don't realize that the moment that you get locked up, just like the way somebody goes from high school to college and you start going to prison, that becomes your school as well. You see, what I described to you in my story was I went in there for one crime, but I came out and I continued to do more crimes. I started getting more connections. I started getting smarter. I started getting better at doing my crimes. I started getting more wiser about what I, what I was doing, and I started getting more associations that were guiding me to actually do more of what I was doing. So that became my school. And that's what happens with those 700,000 people. So you see, you're sending them to school, but you're sending them to a school that is not there to reform them. It's there to make them worse than they when they came in. And unfortunately, it's, happen it's happening all around. It's happening in all the communities, in every hood, in this country, and, and I'm just talking about the United States right now, but it's happening all over Latin America. It's happening in Mexico, where I'm from. It's happening um, on the other side of the world. But what are we doing to actually solve this issue? And that's the reason why I created Hustle Times. Because, you see, most of these people, they're going to go and look for a hustle the moment they get out. And unfortunately, that hustle is what they already know. And if you want to have more of that in your community, in your hood, whether you live in the hood or whether you live in a white-collar community, you will encounter some of those problems. 
because more than likely, and it's already happening right now. Look at it. Look at California. Look at the level of, of homelessness that is happening right now and the amount of crime increase that is happening right now. I was just hearing the news the other day that because of the pandemic that just happened right now, there's people that are going crazy over what has what has happened and people that don't even have a criminal record and now they're committing crimes and they're killing people. It's fucking insane. So what are we going to do about this? What are we doing about this issue? You see, the reason why we created Hustle Times is because we want to be able to help the same people that have made a mistake, just like me, to be able to have an opportunity. To be able to have an opportunity to pay for their crime, of course. That's the right thing to do, right? But also to have an opportunity to be able to change. To be able to change, to be able to do the, the right thing, not only for 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 themselves and for the people that they victimized, whether it was a victim or there was no victim, doesn't matter. But also to be able to make a change for their family, for the people that they've hurt, to make a change for the communities, to be able to break that cycle that has been keeping them down for for decades. I know, I know for a fact that where I grew up, I grew up here here in Tijuana, Juarez, Mexico. And I grew up in an environment that that taught me how to become a violent person, how to become what you would call a thug, how to become a gangster. And they taught me very good in the streets. And unfortunately, I made decisions starting at 10 years old that drove me into 28 years full of pain, regret, disappointment, um, a lot of a lot of uh, people that I've heard along the way, <clears throat> loved ones, um, and it, it just it, it was just a lot of chaos in my life, and it took a lot to, for me to be able to let go, and I only had one person that 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 was able to actually help me get through this. And that one person is is God. And you can call it however you want it. You can call it the universe. You can whatever whatever you believe in. I mean, I'm all, all you know, I respect that because I'm not a religious person. Um, but I do believe in God. I believe in God and I know that he's the only one that, that was able to get me out of that situation and be able to give me the second opportunity to still be here right now to be able to be talking to you so if what i just described relates at all to your situation if it relates to a person that you love that you that might be in that situation right now this is a podcast for them because what we're going to do is um we decided to build some partnerships um with people that have gone through the same situation and overcame that and we have been able to 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 rely of course on God first but we've been able to actually to be able to overcome those situations and be able to make something better of our lives regardless of all the obstacles that were in front of us so the reason why we're making this podcast is because we want to be able to help you change your hustle we want to be able to to know that there's opportunities out there there's opportunities to be able 
to either start your own business, get a great job. You don't have to settle for things. Uh, but the opportunities are there. It's just the problem is that they're not being given in our hoods. You see, where I grew up, I never had nobody come in and actually try to teach us about how to start our own business. But the streets. Yeah, my homeboys were teaching us how to deal drugs, how to make easy money. And it's at the end of the day, it's an economic problem. And it's a problem that we're going to face on. Um, you see, I wish that somebody would have taken the time to be able to go into, into my hood when I was growing up and be able to tell me that there was another opportunity because I had dreams. I had dreams of what I wanted to become. I wanted to be an architect. Um, I wanted to be a professional soccer player. Um, th those were my dreams. And unfortunately, I had to let go of all of that. I had to let go of that. I, I decided to quit on that because I got involved in drugs. Went to 28, 28 long years of addiction. And thank God that now I'm sober and, and I've been able to, to, to overcome that. Um, but I want to be able to, I want to be able to, to have this podcast be able to impact in a positive way. And if it could help you in any way, um, that's, that's our mission. Uh, we're, we're more than, we're more than happy to be, to be able to serve, um, me and the people that we have aligned ourselves with to be able to help you overcome that and know that there's, there is a second chance and you don't have to go back. You don't have to go back because I know that once a lot of once you get out and you see how hard it is out here, sometimes it's, you feel that it's better to be inside. But just know it's an opportunity. I I hope this inspires you. I hope that this helps you. So welcome to Hustle Times. This is our pilot, and we'll be seeing you guys in the next episode. Mm -hmm.